Alright, so tonight we're gonna we're gonna talk about are are, are we truly thankful? This you know holiday season coming up, Thanksgiving. You know November is the month where we always say let's say we're thankful on Facebook and this and that. But but uh, are we are we really thankful? <clears throat> Psalms 104. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Right. So uh, in the spring of 1621, after landing at, at Plymouth. The pilgrims came in. They they had a rough rough winter, very rough winter. They didn't know how to to, to, to farm the land. They they had a lot of death, a lot of struggles. But they they came across two Native Americans, Squanto and Somerset. They helped them. They learned how to to till the land, sow, form, and gather certain natural foods off the land. And uh, they helped them get through so that that following year they had the first thanksgiving um by the fall they, they had greatly improved everything that they was you know to till the land to grow the food to survive so they invited them all and they had a feast of thanksgiving uh, pilgrims celebrated by giving thanks unto god first Today, Thanksgiving appears to be the only time some people actually are thankful. It's when they actually think about, okay, I need to be thankful for, for my family, for my friends, for my job. Um, and that's that's really not what the Bible tells us. The Lord wants us to be thankful every day. In every situation in our lives, God wants us to be, uh, wants us to do as Paul said in Ephesians 5 and 20. Give thanks always for all things unto God. And the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> the holiday season can be misleading at times because some people think that's that's really when we're just supposed to be grateful. We're not we don't have to worry about nothing no other time, and, and we'll really truly have to contact our families and we'll 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 go to church because that's what we're supposed to do in the holiday season. But Christmas and Thanksgiving isn't the only time that we need to give God the praise. <clears throat> And be with our families. It's not just about church. It's about our families also. We need to spend more time with our families. We need to spend more time reaching out. Our life on this earth is is, is numbered. We all know that. And if, if you have someone in your family, whichever family does, that you have discord with, it needs to be settled. You know, the Bible says that we can't enter into heaven with hatred and, and anger in our hearts like that. So there's something that, you know, this, this spoke to me. I hope it speaks to you too that that we can't we can't just be thankful on these days. Job went through some in, intense affliction. He had open sores covering his entire body. He also suffered the loss of his entire wealth and livelihood in one afternoon. The loss of seven sons, three daughters. Job was tested on all matters relating to a man, his family, his health, loss of wealth, and status in the community. He lost all of his oxen, his donkeys, sheep, camels, and servants. If we lost everything like Job did, could we be like Job? That's, that's, that's a serious question. Could we actually have the heart that Job had at the end there where, <clears throat> okay, God, just what you want, what, you know, okay. I, I, I really, 
I hope I could, but I don't know if I could. I don't. I, I know. I, I hope that I have enough faith and enough enough God in me that if He took my my kids and my family and everything I had and and I have nothing but sores and boils and and sickness, that thank you, God. It's tough. If the worst thing that could possibly happen to you happened today, could you? Say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and I will give thanks to God to my salvation. Something we should ask ourselves every day. Can we give it to God? The book of Habakkuk. Thanks. I'm bad. I'm bad with words. Is a is basically it is a it's a book of his sorrows and everything he went through, his struggles. He he questions God's goodness because he sees so much injustice, evil, tragedy in the world. It's a short book, but man. Does it have some stuff packed in it? He, he lived in a time of, of great national corruption and distress. When the nation and the land was filled with violence, with hatred, and with outbreaks of evil, he channels his frustration into prayers and eventually prays to God. It's kind of like, almost like a, he wrote almost like little, little songs, in a sense, to, to praise God with his struggles. He proves to us that we can have un- unconditional thanksgiving because he, he was able to see what was going to happen. He knew that his people was going to die. He knew that his land was going to be... T- he knew all the negative that was going to happen, but yet he gave God the praise because he seen the end. He knew that God in the end was going to take care of him. Uh, 3 and 17 <clears throat> says, Though the fig tree may not blossom nor fruit be the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail. And the field yield no food, though the flockmen be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in, in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high hills. So if, if we could see the future and we could see that Everything is going to just go bad. And we know it. Could we write this? Could we be this positive? And and, and say, you know what, God? I'm going to rejoice anyway because I know. I asked myself that question too. I'm like, thanks, Lord. This is one of the greatest confessions of faith found in the scripture. that I, that I, I just feel that, that to me it's just like one of the greatest ones. Because he knows, but it, it doesn't matter. Because none of this stuff here matters. It, this world, it doesn't. We're not living for this world. We're living to go to heaven. And whatever happens down here is supposed to happen. Because why? God's in control. It doesn't matter what happens. That's the way he wants it. That's a hard thing to, to, to try to, to put in our mind and say, okay, yes, bad things are going to happen. But God wants that because he's in control. This is how he wants things to be. Yes, it sucks a lot of times, but we don't uh, we don't have the mindset that God has. <clears throat> when he looked within, he saw himself trembling with fear. And when he looked around, he saw everything in the land about to fall apart. But when he looked up by faith, he saw God and all his fears vanished. 
right here we see that he was thankful to the Lord even though there would be a lack of food. His physical needs was, might not be met. The verses, they represent unconditional thanksgiving. The word unconditional means not depending on or conditioned by any external thing, but rooted in God alone. Rooted in the experience of the wonder of salvation. Our, our thanksgiving unto the Lord should be unconditional, no matter what, because God's love is unconditional. We need to be consistent and faithful in, in, in giving thanks to the Lord for everything. Because He is consistent faithful to us. And An evergreen tree. I got a huge cedar tree in my yard that my dad planted when he first bought the place. And uh, it's always green. It's evergreen. No matter how hot it gets, it's there. No matter how cold it gets, it's there. That's a great example of how we're supposed to be. No matter if we're, we're under the heat struggle of the week or the month or the year, we need to be like that evergreen. We need to be steady, fast, and the same. We don't need to fall apart. We don't need to lose our leaves, our limbs. we got to stay green regardless. We're going to have bad days, and, and in those days, we really got to give God praise. We need to praise God through our struggles because he's the only one that's going to help us. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 And everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. This verse is often interpreted as, as a call to be grateful and, and thankful in all circumstances, whether good or bad. It's a reminder that God is always with us and that we should trust in his plan for our lives. Even when things are difficult, we can find reasons to be thankful and to praise God for his goodness and faithfulness. Psalms 107 and 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. This verse is a reminder to thank God for his mercy, which will last eternally. The verse also emphasizes God's unwavering love and patience with us. Us sinners, Thank, thankful we have a very patient and loving God because we're uh, we're not how we're supposed to be. We try hard, but we fail because we're we're flesh. Thank God for a merciful God. Psalms one eighteen and twenty four. This is the day which the Lord hath made; we will rejoice and be glad in it. This verse is, is often used to remind us. Each day is a gift from God with new grace and new opportunities. So every day that God gives us on this earth is a new day for us to do his work, a new day to give him praise. That's what we were we were designed for. We were made to praise God. And if we won't do it, the rocks will, right? So wake up in the morning and say, Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for what you're going to do. Help me to find somebody to witness to. Help me to be there. The right place, the right time to do what you want me to do. Because that's that's our job. We're to be a witness and we're to give God the praise for everything. Ephesians 5 and 20. Give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This verse encourages believers to be grateful to God for everything in their lives. Not just the good things. 
for the bad things too. It's, it's a reminder that God is the source of all blessings and that we should be thankful for everything he's given us. Whenever mom called me the night the dad died and told me I needed to come back, I said, well, she wouldn't tell me, but I, you know, I put two and two together. And then, but then Matt called me and he told me, you know, so I said, well, I hung up and, and I was, I was thinking, you know what? Thank you, Lord, for him not having to suffer anymore. Because that was my last prayer. Lord, if you're not going to heal my daddy, please take him home. Because he does not want to live like this. we got to find, in our worst days, the positive. Because God is using that for a reason. He knew that my dad wouldn't want to be able to lay at home in the hospital or lay at home on oxygen. He, couldn't go fishing. He couldn't go. He couldn't do what he wanted to. He would have been miserable. God was merciful. It's hard to see that sometimes. But God's still in control. Psalms 103 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. David calls upon his soul to, to praise the Lord wholeheartedly because of the benefits he bestows. David is cautious not to be thankless or casual about everything God has done for him. And he cautions his soul to forget not all of God's benefits. To bless the Lord means to express our love for him with a grateful heart that is rooted in a humble reverence that only desires that he is glorified. Not us. We're nothing. God is, is everything. He's the reason. He's the reason we have everything. We have our job. We have we, the breath we breathe. Is able to see with these glasses. He, he's a reason for everything. We got to give him glory in even the smallest things. We must ask ourselves this evening: Do we know God? Do we know His salvation that is freely given? Is the Lord God our strength, or do we try to do it ourselves? I know I can't. I try. And I fail miserably. If I give more to God, then my life would probably be a lot easier. But I'm stubborn. And I try to do everything myself. And I'm sure most of us are the same way. It's hard. It's very hard. But that's something that we've got to learn to do is, no matter what it is, we've got to turn it over to God. Because in the end, it's going to be the way He wants it to be anyway. So give it to Him. Let Him take that burden off of you. He wants to. Matthew 28 and 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. We have the highest gift. We have the assurance that God is always with us, even unto the end. So if anything, give Give praise and be thankful that, that he has promised you, I'm going to be there to the end, to your last breath. No matter what, it, I'm going to be there to the very end. So how do we show God that we are truly thankful? We choose thankfulness first above anything. I got a flat tire. Thank you, Lord. You probably saved me from getting in a wreck a mile down the road. We don't know why things happen. It's not for us to know. We just got to put faith in God that everything that happens is for a reason, and we accept that and we give Him the glory. 
Make everything you do and say an offering of thankfulness, no matter what it is. Pay attention and count your blessings, because we have more than we think. Obey His commandments. Love Him by loving others. we got to show Christ through us. we got to help people, whether we want to or not. We, that's our job. It's hard, at, even at the prison. You know, I have to help these guys sometimes. And they don't deserve it. <clears throat> Earthly. Because they've done some very bad things, and they're still doing very bad things. But that's not for me to decide. I'm not the judge. It's my job to do what I can to help them and love them because we're supposed to be Christ-like. And trust me, it's a hard place to do that, but God's still working on me every day. Surrender everything to Him, no matter what it is. Give it to God. Trust His will in your life. That's a hard one. Because sometimes we, we pray for things that we want things to happen now. We want to go a certain route, but God knows in, in the future that's not going to benefit us. That's not going to benefit Him. So He's not going to let us go the route we want to go. Because it's not about us. It's about God. It's about His glory, about His people. Be joyful in all things. And that's, that's a tough one, too. We can find negative in everything, but we can also find a positive in everything. We need to find the positive more. We need to be we need to be joyful people. We're Christians. We know that we're going to go to heaven as long as we do what we're supposed to do, which this Bible says. That should be joy enough every day to make you happy. Hey, you know what? All I got to do is follow this book right here. I'm going to heaven. Good to go. But Christians, if you look across the board. A lot of people are just miserable. They look miserable. And you're like, man, why are you so miserable? I don't know. Probably because they can't find the joy in things. we got to find the joys in everything. That's going to help us be a more positive person. And giving of your tithe and offering. We don't talk about that much, but that is a way to glorify God because that's our reasonable responsibility. We are to give back. I remember when I first started going to church, this whole tithing thing, I'm like, man, I'm making like like six twenty five an hour. Ain't no way. So and then I would struggle and I would struggle and I would struggle. I'm like, man. And the pastor kept telling me, Hey, give what you're supposed to to God and he's gonna make that ninety percent go further than your hundred. I said, Ain't no way. He said, Do it for one month. He said, if it doesn't, I'll give you all your money back. The church will refund you all your money. I said, deal. <laughs> so I did my tithing. Two days after I did my first tithing, I got two checks in the mail. That was more than when I tithed. The, the next two weeks I got paid, I tithed, and I got more checks in the mail. Refunds. Is it a coincidence? No. It's not. It was God showing me that, hey, I'm going to take care of you. Now, I don't get a check in the mail every day. Not anymore. <laughs> but God was showing me that if I give my little bit, that he's going to make my other go a lot further. Because I still have money in the bank. And I'm like, golly, 
I was, you know, me and my wife and, and Brittany, she didn't work. It was just me. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. It really works. God will take care of you. He, you may not get what you want, but I promise you, he will have you will have what you need if you give to God. Thankfulness is about the, the present interaction, but having gratitude improves the long term relationship. Being being thankful is, is now, but having gratitude is a long term thing. Our, our gratitude glorifies God as we exalt not the gifts, but the giver. It's not about what we receive. It's about who gives it to us. You know, we don't we don't have to have all these lavish things. I can be just as happy in a, a, a 2002 Ford F-150 with 105,000 miles on it. That's a blessing. People may look at it and say, that don't look like much of a blessing. It's all beat up. But you know what? <laughs> to you, it's a blessing. You didn't have one. We got to find the little things <clears throat> and be thankful for it. Gratitude opens our spiritual eyes. There's a, a beautiful cycle in giving God thanks. The more we thank him, the more we see him working in and around us. If we'll open our eyes and look, we can find him doing all kinds of things for us. Gratitude helps us sense God's presence. His personal care and his, his perfect timing. Because his timing is not on our timing. But it is perfect. Count your blessings, not your sheep. We are told to, to get rid of the worry, keeping us up at night. Gratitude helps us see that God's hand is all over our circumstances so we can we can sleep and we'll be okay. And if not, we're going to see him. So it's okay still. God tells us that we are to give him our thanks. He gives us, if we give him our thanks, he gives us supernatural, supernatural peace. That peace that surpasses everything. <clears throat> and and that's nice to have sometimes. If we put our faith and our trust in God in a situation. And somehow, no matter how bad it is, you're still okay with it. That's God. It's only God. For the magnitude of God's undeserved kindness draws us to him. We see that when Jesus healed ten leopards, he walked by. They all ten asked, begging for healing. Go show yourselves to the to the priest. They all got up, fingers back, skin back, eyes back, everything back. Only one came back though. He was grateful. They were all thankful. We've got to be grateful. We got to keep. We got to go back. And we gotta, we really gotta tell God, thank you for every little thing. If we aren't grateful for what God has given us, getting more will not satisfy us. We always think if I can just get this, if I can just get a little bit bigger, if I can just get this bigger boat, bigger house, better job. If we are Filling that void in our life with things instead of God, then we're never, we're we're, we're never going to have that peace. We're never going to be fulfilled. It said that gratitude makes what we have enough. If we aren't grateful for for what God has given us, oh sorry. 
Keeping a record of God's past faithfulness is a faith boost when we face new difficulty. My gratitude are testimonies that, that on my hardest days and in my worst circumstances, God was faithful 100%. Whether I liked it or not, He was still faithful. That's why God commanded Israel to remember His, his great deeds. The overflow of gratitude is joy. Realizing God's abundant goodness, even in the hard, is a gateway for joy too. If we give him everything in the hardest times, somehow he gives us joy. I don't know how in the hardest times that I can be okay with things mentally. But spiritually, I know how it happens. Because God's going to take care of us. Psalms 126 shows this is this so clearly as the Hebrews exiles sing. <clears throat> Their thanks to God for bringing them back to Israel. Satan is a wily little fellow who is after us every minute of every day, trying to get us to slip up. He whispers that God, God isn't good, that He's withholding the best from us, keeping it all to Himself, right? But uh, it's it's just a scheme as old as the Garden of Eden, where He questioned Eve. Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? When he responded, only the tree of good and evil was off limits. Satan suggested that God was keeping them from the, the good stuff, right? Keeping it all for himself. You won't die. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open. Which, you know, we all, we all read that. We know the story. Gratitude opens our eyes to be to the simple beauty of ordinary days. If if Eve would have been a little more happy about all the other trees that God had given them and, and not listen to that devil about that one, then things would be a lot better right now. If Adam wouldn't have took a bite of that apple too, we'd be been a whole lot better right now. But that's, that's human nature to want what we can't get, what we're told we can't have. That's human nature. I tell Liam and mainly all the time, no, you can't have that. Well, then the fight's on. If I, if I may just ignore them or you know, give them a little something else, then it would be over with. But now I've done, told them, put it in their mind, no, you can't. Now they're going to see what they have to do to get it. We're the same way. We're going to do what we, we have to do to get what we want. Gratitude opens our eyes to the simple beauty of ordinary days. It lets us see that this day and this moment as gifts and we can take it in abundance that I had a good day. We may not have very many good days, but we, you know, there's a lot going on in our lives, a lot going on in the church. There's a lot of struggle going on. But through that, we can still glorify God and we can still have joy and we can still give him everything. Because he's there for us. He's waiting on us to give us our burdens, to give our troubles, to give our sorrows to him. He's, he's waiting for us. He wants us. True gratitude for God and the abundance he gives protects us from caving to the enemy's lies. See, 
Thanksgiving is, is born in one place. It's born when God has shown us that we are the sinners. And we realize that His amazing love and grace is the only thing that will uh, get us through. That's where love. He, he, we, we know that we fail every day. And God knows we're going to fail every day. But yet He loves us enough to forgive us day after day after day. Because He desires us. He don't need us. But he desires us. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? The, the person who created everything in this whole, however far the galaxy, whatever it is, desires you and you and you and you and you to praise him, to worship him. That's crazy because I'm just, a, I'm just a, a speck of sand is all I am. I'm nothing. But to God, I'm everything. He desires me. That's, that, that's cool. We sometimes say that a person cannot be thankful until he or she knows what it's like to be without. So this this is so true. One cannot be thankful until he or she realizes that that until death we're going to sin. And if we don't go to God, we're going to go to hell. Period. All we got to do is go to him and, and, and live by his word. And we're... We're good to go. We're going to go to heaven. We're going to be with our lost loved ones. We're going to be with Jesus. It's just that simple. It, it sounds complicated, but it's really not. It's really not that hard. We just got to get past this. And, and we'll get more of him. One cannot be thankful until... Oh, then in knowing God and knowing his son, Jesus as Savior and Lord, there is absolutely no condition which can ever come upon us in which we cannot praise the Lord and take joy in the God of our salvation. As we go through this holiday season, just in everything, and then after the seasons of where we normally just kind of break off, every day wake up and find joy in something. It's not hard to do. Don't dwell on the negative and the bad because... As God tells us time and time again, it's going to be okay. He's got our back. We're, we need to be thankful. Thankful is mentioned, I think, 175 times in the Bible to be thankful. So I think he's trying to tell us a little something that we just need to trust in him. And we need to be thankful for what he gives us and, and how things happen his way instead of our way a lot of times. Just be thankful for that. And my closing prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day and we thank you for this message. And God, I hope you can get us get into our hearts and go with us as we go through the week and, and you know, send somebody our way, God, that we can witness to them and we can we can be what you want us to be, God. Uh, the the Christian that you want us to be. God, let our let your light shine through us and help us to be thankful, Lord, for everything that that comes our way every single day, God. Well, we ask you to just touch everybody here tonight, God, and all the prayer requests is spoken and unspoken. Just have your way, God. In Jesus' name we give you the praise. Amen.